All right, thanks for joining me today. Our topic today is how can leaders address, recognize and address toxicity in the virtual work environment? So that's what I'm interested in today. What do you guys think? How do you address and recognize toxicity? Oh, tough topic. I was thinking about this. I was thinking, I don't want to go first because I was worried about everyone else. But I, uh, so I was thinking about this um, before we started, and it's really interesting. It's complex. It's difficult. And like being a good coach, I go back to, well, let's talk about what toxicity means. That's where I started my thinking. Mm-hmm. And, and I realized, having an engineering background, that if, if, like, if you imagine your water is toxic, right? Let's say this water is toxic. It only needs one drop of something bad in there uh to make that toxic only one drop and then that that whole water is ruined um and it made me think well what about in a culture it takes one person and unfortunately the toxic person is usually the best at brown nosing and so the leader might think they're the best person well yes how that person plays in that environment is critical and it's part of i guess what we're going to talk about today but i think it's interesting to note that it's one individual if you're there in this big toxic environment there's probably a small drop somewhere that's been dipped and stirred mm-hmm. and your job really is to to find out really a bit more about that to help you understand the environment you're in that's a really interesting <laughs> analogy i love that um i love that idea that you know what one person well, we're in a, one person can make the whole uh environment toxic the um the thing for me here is that we're still in an environment where it's very difficult for people to skip past their boss and talk to their boss's boss and if it's their boss who's toxic Mm -hmm. who do they talk to yeah worried about drinking my water now so this comes into go on tim sorry uh, Karina, no, please, for fairness. <laughs> just, just to balance it out. No, I, I was going to say, I think you know the the, the identifying of it is the tough part, isn't it? Because, like you say, if there's, if you you know that it's probably stemming from one person, um, but identifying who that one person is, sometimes it's obvious. I imagine sometimes you look and think, well, you're always gossiping or you're always stirring things up or whatever. But every now and again, it might be a little bit harder to spot. Um, so you can't go on a witch hunt. You can't, you know, go and sort of say, well, someone's ruining it for everybody. Who is that? You know, because that's not, that's not going to work. Um, so it's, it's what's the process for... Right, for, that's the question. Yeah. yeah. I had a situation when I, back when I did work in the corporate environment where we had, a, we had a leader who was giving different instructions to different people and then telling them, you're in charge of this, make sure you make this happen. And it was completely creating chaos because the people, he was saying, you do this and you do this, and it was supposed to be this, but, and it was a disaster. And finding that person was really hard because they were a leader. Yeah. Yes, and I think what we come to at this point is the whole free speech piece which is around, you know, and certainly some of the work I've been doing recently, and UK government uh, are employing free speech SARS willy-nilly for various industries like schools, education at the moment, particularly higher education. Um, you know, is around what does, in a toxic environment, are we able to have free speech? I think that's a good question. If we can't, we're toxic. Uh, but secondly, if we are allowed to have free speech, does it get hurt? So it's all very well me standing on my soapbox and going, I think this, I think that. But, it, but if everyone stands there and nods and then goes off for lunch, then have you, you know, is free, does free speech exist here? Do we feel like this is free speech? So uh, I think it's more about, are we being heard? And is this being recognized as being serious? Mm. 
that's a good point. That's, actually, that's, that's very much kind of what I was getting at. And if you can't talk to your boss's boss, then there is no free speech within that organization. So identifying the toxic particle within the within the, the water, if you like, is one thing. Being able to identify who you can go to and speak freely about this toxic individual or individuals is a second thing. And if you're in an environment which is toxic, then that free speech, that ability to talk to the, the right person might be inhibited. So that's a third problem all within this strange microcosm of one person creating a toxic environment. Mm -hmm. So do we address issues one at a time or do we try and find a panacea that gets everything going? It's very hard as well. Steve, go on, sorry. No, you've got to go <laughs> I'll say that, but Robin, what are your thoughts? I haven't actually asked. You haven't spoken in a while. <laughs> so the interesting thing for me is as a leader at the top, I think it's really hard to recognize toxicity because people who are toxic are really good at weeding out whistleblowers and calling them out and getting them fired or getting them removed or making them look like crazy makers. And so as a leader, how do you choose between someone who's actually toxic and making other people look crazy and someone who is actually the crazy maker. That's similar mm. to what I was gonna, cause I mean, I think spot on with this, the, the, the free speech thing. And I think where, where sometimes in addition that can get complicated is that free freedom, you know, being able to speak freely is on a sliding scale before it becomes insensitive or rude. And I think if you've got somebody who is speaking freely and openly and saying, you know, well, I'm just telling the truth. I'm just honest. I'm just being honest. You suck. I'm just being honest. <laughs> you kind of think it doesn't help matters. You're, you're free to say your opinions, but perhaps people aren't being careful enough. And that's what's disrupting things. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's right. hiding it's behind authentic authenticity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But, uh, I, wonder, I wonder about the, the, the issues, I and mean, I, I have a personal example, an example that I experienced, which is an organization at a big open plan office full of their high-end execs, and um, their entire marketing department was toxic. Mm. There was only two people, but they were toxic, to the point where people <laughs> would walk into the office and feel their mood just sink. Mm. But they were good at their job. So there wasn't, it, they were recognized as being mood bringers, downers, but and they were recognized as being gossips and negative and all of those things. You know, when the, when the person invariably starts their conversation with all due respect, or if I'm being honest with you, then you know there's an issue. Um, but they were good at their job. So, you know, recognize and there's a, that's another issue. You recognize somebody is toxic. You recognize somebody's doing damage to the organization as a whole. How do you remove them if they're not actually failing to do their job? We're in a protected environment where you can't just say, I'm sorry, you're shit, go. In the UK, that's a bigger issue than it is here in the States. In the States, basically, you could just tell someone, you don't fit with our culture, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, we don't have that opportunity, really. No. Yeah. I, I wonder, I did write this down before we started, actually. The first thing I wrote down was toxicity and then capitalism. So, okay, let's up the ante a bit here. Does capitalism deliver toxicity? Because that's, you know, Steve was saying, I'm good at my job. I'm delivering numbers. So I'm, come on, do this, make it happen. Come on, guys, crack the whip, you do it. Everyone's going, yeah, this is capitalism. We're making money, we're making a profit. We must be right. Uh, and then, you know, in comes a sort of uh, a third party observer and going, well, this is a horrible place to work. 
But is it? Running into that in the in um, athletic teams too, right? Sports teams. I see this when I work as a sports psychologist. Well, he's a really, really great wide receiver. We can't be gone with him, but he's horrible in the locker room. And where do you draw that line? Where are they costing you more and the damage they're doing to their teammates than they're making you in what the work they actually output? And uh, in his book, Sir Clive Woodward, the England rugby coach, says very clearly, if you're not good in the locker room, you're gone. It doesn't matter how good a player you are. And that's one of of the things he cites as being a key thing for them Mm -hmm. winning the World Cup. I'm going to flip that around, and this is again from personal experience. I was in an archery competition, and I was shooting off in the final rounds against a guy from one of the universities, one of the English universities. I can't remember which one. And we, so we, we, we'd gotten to the point we were we were head to head because we had pretty much tied the whole way through. And uh, it's an, a single arrow at a time, so you know you're you're literally shooting for your life with every arrow. Mm. And this guy pinged a seven, and I pinged a ten. And he walked back to the line and his coach said, well, that's three years wasted, isn't it? And walked off. And that's the coach being toxic. Yeah, that's terrible. That's bad. Terrible. That is bad. So I, we have 40 seconds left. I want to wrap it up real quickly by just saying it sounds like what we're saying is that if you have a toxic person, you need to weed them out. But doing so is really takes finesse and challenge. And as a leader, you have to be willing to look at it and not just look at the bottom line, what is the person producing, but look at the damage they're causing to your organization and being willing to listen and figure out who is crazy making and who is toxic. Yeah. All right, guys, thanks for joining this conversation. It's been really, it's hard. 10 minutes is tough, but I appreciate it so much. Awesome. Good stuff. Another podcast. Thank you.